Four Finger Discount is brought to you today by Podbean, the podcasting app that not only allows you to record on the go, but also upload from anywhere in the world on your mobile device. The Podbean app makes it simple to get started with podcasting. No expensive equipment required. All you need is an idea and Podbean does the rest. So download the Podbean app now for your Apple or Android device and enjoy the freedom of mobile podcasting. You may ask me three questions. That's great, because all I need is one. Are you really the head of the Quickie Mart? Yes. Really? Yes. You? Yes. I hope this has been enlightening for you. But I must... Thank you. Come again. But... Thank you. Come again. Well, that was a big bust. Is he really the head of the Quickie Mart? Four-finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount, proudly brought to you by The Simpsons Quotes and nobody gets any more Facebook page, nohomers.net, popculture.com.au and Podbean. I am Dando. I met you did something you haven't done before then. What's that? As we started recording it. I, I know why you were doing it, but you just clicked your fingers. Obviously because you wanted an edit point, but it made me feel like we we're about to do some slam poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Homer and a poo. Haiku. I, what? <laughs> you can't just say shit. <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> It'd be like, um, uh, I don't know, um, self-righteous convenience, not very. This bit is going nowhere. Made me ill. <laughs> oh, look, I'm not a slam poet, so, you know, but the point is, I know there's a lot of this. Yes, there is. Today, as you said, we're here to review Homer and a Pooh. A fine episode, more of a come me down after the last... More of a what? Like, a bring me down, come me down. Come me down. Come me down is not a term, is No. It? More of a bring <laughs> me down. <laughs> more of a bring me down, so it's more... It's more grounded, this story. There's yeah. not much wackiness to it at all. David Merkin, apparently the director... There's a little bit. A little bit, but David Merkin felt that the show was getting a bit too much. It crossed the fence too much into the wacky territory. Okay. So he wanted to sort of make it more about the characters again, So which is why the whole episode's about Apu. The first episode is actually about Apu, our first real insight into the person. Yeah. Do you think they did a good job of it? I thought it was fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's a good job of... As you said, getting an idea of a poo the person, but also making fun of all of those sorts of convenience stores, the Seven Elevens of the world, petrol stations as well. They're always really yeah, expensive for our listeners up north. Night Owl, which is like the Seven Eleven, really of Queensland, okay, yeah, where everything is marked up like eight hundred percent. Yep, because they can, because yeah. it's convenient, because they're taking <laughs> sort of inconvenient, because they're desperate people. You're in, like you never go there if you've planned ahead. I can't remember the last time I bought anything from a Seven Eleven. Maybe dog food occasionally because you can't be bothered going to the supermarket or it's too late. That's when they get you, when it's late at night. That is when they get you or when nothing else is nearby and you need a drink. Or you want a Krispy Kreme donut. Yeah, or you want to buy a People magazine and you don't want anyone (laughs) to know. (laughs) So, Mm, most beautiful people, people. What do you think of uh, James Wood's guest appearance? Much funnier than I remember. Oh, fuck, it's so good. And this is... um, He owned it, didn't he? People call me pretentious. One person called me pretentious and everyone jumped on the bandwagon. But I shit you not, when I was like... 13, James Woods was my favourite part about this episode. Even back then. Like, forget your fucking so- your sing songs in the Are You Really the Head of the Quickie Mart? James Woods on the phone to his agent talking about the motherfucking cheese. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favourite James Woods parts is where they go, that's the resume of a Hollywood actor. And he's like, yeah, I'm yeah, like yes. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a good movie. Yeah, movie. Yes. <laughs> really, really great. What was your favourite moment from the episode? I had several. Several? I've got, I've got, I've got three. Yeah. So I've got 
the comedian, black guys drive like this, yeah, white guys yeah, drive yeah, this, yeah. just yep. classic. I've got Homer wasting three questions, which is cliche. But a poo, 96 hours straight, hummingbird. <laughs> it comes back again. Hilarious. You're like a legend around here. I, I studied your old video tapes. <laughs> um, my favorite moment is probably one... I'd forgotten all about it. It's one of the better visual jokes that has ever been on The Simpsons. It's the best literal pullback and reveal. Homer and a poo on donkeys to get to Springfield Airport. Because he spent all That's his money. fucking hilarious. <laughs> Lawrence of Arabia music. In the yeah, background. yeah. Like, you know, and it, it's... I bought into it. That's what I love. Like... <laughs> I'd forgotten that the joke existed. They fooled you. They did. So I was like, oh, that's funny. They're on like donkeys in India trying to trek somewhere and then pull back Springfield Airport. Yeah, great. Great. Trivia. Oh, by the way, before we get into the trivia, all the $5 patrons, well, $5 plus patrons, you're going to get your name mm-hmm. read out later on in the show. Thank you once again for your support. Much appreciated. Also, not only that, some big announcements. So stick around to the end of this episode. I'm going to make say sure our biggest announcement we've ever made. The single biggest, and I know that like, you, oh, they're just forward selling. But no, this you is teased it on Twitter. I shit you not. The most momentous thing that has happened. There'll be no shitting here. Since shit you not. Since we got married, like in our personal lives, <laughs> not together. <laughs> but I mean, like, I was going to say this is You're the biggest the thing that has ever happened in my life, and then I thought that might be a little bit, you know. Maybe maybe my wife will listen to this it's, and go, what? It's but one of those things that hasn't quite sunk in yet. It's a pretty big deal. It's huge. Yeah. Monstrous. <laughs> I can almost guarantee that none of you listening will have this happen to you. Oh, no. <laughs> really, really slim chance. If it is, well done. Like, of the billions of people in the world, maybe five or six have done what we're doing. Less than ten. Certainly. Less yeah. than ten. Rarified air. So stick around. Trivia. I'm fucking excited. Trivia. How much is two dollars worth uh, of gas? On, on trivia, by the way, I'm just going to throw out there. I only have three questions for you in honor of the head of the quickie mark. <laughs> nice. How much is two dollars worth of gas? Uh, two dollars of gas worth. Two dollars of gas. Four ninety five or something like that. Yeah, four twenty. Four twenty. Close enough. Okay. I knew it was more than doubled. Yep. What was the expiry date on the ham that Homer? That's eats? my next question. February sixth, eighty nine. Yes. What is the number of Kent Brockman's hotline to dub somebody in? Ah, the dog was barking. No, I don't know. Five 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 six four two five. Okay, not even funny, but you know. no. Um, what was in the background of Kent's office? Didn't see two Emmys. Really? On a shelf. Okay. Yeah. I just love the way his sleeves are rolled up. Yeah. Dim light, cigarette. Loose and tie. <laughs> yeah, really good. What was Barney asking for when he knocked over the pancake syrup? What was he asking for directions oh, for? Where are the... Where are the... Oh, shit. What was that line? I get so sidetracked by I killed her. Hmm. No, I don't know. Lampshades. Where are the lampshades? Damn it. My final question, mm-hmm. also Monster Mart related, what is the Monster Mart slogan? Oh, I don't know. Monster Mart, where shopping is a baffling ordeal. Baffling ordeal. <laughs> Monstro Mart, by the way. Monstro Mart, okay. <laughs> but I, it I, is a baffling ordeal. I love that because it's like Costco or to an extent Aldi. Not that Aldi is like big things, but it is a baffling ordeal. You walk in and like discount, discount supermarkets throw you off your senses. Quality products at rock bottom prices. Yeah, but nothing's laid out the way it should be. No. Nah. Nothing is designed. It's just on crates on the ground. Like, You're like, what the hell? They don't have that supermarket design of... Impulse, bu- like forcing you into impulse buys, and that sort of thing. So you walk in there, and your brain is lost because it's not directed anywhere. You're like, why is the chocolate not next to the lollies? Yeah, yeah. Why is For UK listeners that, that sweets? America's as well. They call it candy. Cause I go to England, I say, "Can I have some lollies?" They give me lollipops. Oh no, shit. Okay. Sweets is what they call lollies. Yeah, okay. 
Well, ask Nicholas Bond to get me a bag, of, bag of lollies from the shop. She brought back a bag of lollipops. She goes, I thought it was weird that you asked for a bag of lollipops. But yeah, anyway. You had some children to round up later <laughs> that day. <laughs> uh, what it was, or what uh, James Wood's next role changed to what? So the role he was going to be uh, a convenience clerk. He was going to be an Eskimo of some a kind. A jittery Eskimo firefighter. That's right. And finally... <laughs> No, I I can't see how you can say that it's the same movie when my role of convenience store clerk has been rewritten to be a jittery Eskimo firefighter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you're right. It's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I want to see that movie. <laughs> yeah. And finally, I've already answered this one for you. How many hours straight did a poo work? 96. 96. few facts about the episode. David Merkin stated that when he took over the show, he wanted to bring it back to character and story-driven stuff, unlike the previous seasons, which got a bit fast-moving and full of cutaway gags and a bit mm-hmm. wacky so Marge versus the monorail and whatnot. you want yep. to bring it back down make it more grounded do you know who was originally supposed to be in James Wood's position Ooh. and they turned it down I know you don't like this kind of trivia but it's an important actor that you it's really that you really like Russell no no Russell Crowe um, I'm trying to think of someone that I'll like, give you a clue is it a method actor I'll give you a clue okay oh but this will give it away Dustin Hoffman <sighs> Nolan uh, Michael Caine Michael Caine yeah wow I can't envision Michael Caine being in that role no I could Really? Yeah. It'd be, Michael it'd be got- a different character, though. Yeah. Uh, he wouldn't have the arrogance. Nah, he can play arrogant. Michael Caine can do anything. I know that, but do you think they would have taken that angle? Would it have fit? I don't think it would it'd have fit. fit. If he's, fit- playing, he's playing himself. It'd fit 70s or 80s, Michael Caine. But if he's playing himself, that gives him more scope to be able to do whatever he wants with his with himself. He plays a heightened version of himself, so his characters don't matter. Mm. He wouldn't have been too old, but not this too old now, but he wouldn't have been no, elderly be by that point. What, no. 90, yeah, 94, 93. Uh, Silverman noted that in addition to his humorous ad-libbing, Woods' tendency to hesitate whilst he was speaking, as he did throughout the episode, made it very easy to animate because it made it more realistic. Not okay. sure how. Woods becoming a convenience store clerk to prepare for a film is similar to Nick Lang, who was played by Michael J. Fox, becoming a police officer in the 1991 film The Hard Way, which Woods actually starred in himself as well. Interestingly, this is a reversal of the roles. Michael J. Fox became a police officer? In a 1991 film, The Hard Way. Yeah. Which also starred James Woods, who played the cop that Lang was subtle with in the film. Okay. So that's the tie in there. You've copied and pasted both of those last bits of trivia, haven't you? Of course I have. Yeah, because that's n- neither of those it were saddled with is not something that you would ever say. <laughs> <laughs> or his humorous ad-libs, or whatever it was that that sentence was, <laughs> ringing alarm bells in my head. Who needs a quickie mark? A song that you don't like, or you feel mm-hmm. it's too... You see that? In our top 10 songs, I wanted it. You said, no, it's too poppy. Video proof. Well, audio Exact proof. words, too poppy. Yeah, no, no, I'll, video proof. I'll stand video, by. We did a video of it. I'll be honest. I actually skipped over the song when I was watching the review. I knew what was going to happen. It's just, I like it though. It's, it was nominated for an Emmy. That's the, that's the of fact. Of course, you like anyway. it. It's Pavlovian. But uh, that, that's what the fact is. There's nominated Call for an and Emmy. response. There's simple rhyming schemes. It's got all the shit that that masses like. Guess what? It, but I don't like what masses like. <laughs> guess what? It lost the Emmy too. The song. What year was this? Nineteen. You won't get it. Okay. It's, it's the song remembers when from the television special Trisha Yearwood. The song remembers when. You're right. I would never would have got never that. Never have picked that. What movie do you put Trisha Yearwood with? She wrote Coyote she, Ugly. Was she? No. No. Same era. Con Air. Con Air. Yeah. Okay. I knew she it sings was... that. How would I? That's right. Get through one night without you. That's a corker. That song. <laughs> that is pretty great, actually. <laughs> As, is that what? Does that song play when he's coming out of jail? 
No, or is it at yeah, the yeah. end? Yeah, so it's just it's played when she's in the bar and he walks in. Yeah, that's season. right. Sorry, and, yeah. and at the end when he's he sees come his back, daughter. He's come back as a ranger. Yeah. And then he gets in a bar fight. <laughs> he just fucking crunches a dude's nose back into his head. And Cameron, this guy's dead. <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? <laughs> as cliche and corny as that movie is, I love it. Oh, it's so good. You can't look away. So the original air date for Homer and the Pooh was February 11th, 1994. The chalk gag is, I will not go near the kindergarten turtle. The mm-hmm. couch gag was the family all popping up, picking their heads over the couch. Kicks off with Apu just ripping people off. Yeah. Quickie Mart. Well, they're ripping them off because they refuse to buy. I have a 29 cent stamp. That's a dollar twenty nine. How much is your petty candy? <laughs> Surprisingly expensive. <laughs> the guy leaving says, this is what I think of your store. Stupid man. Silly customer. Silly customer. Silly customer. <laughs> you cannot hurt a Twinkie. <laughs> Then walks over and so there's, there's, there's always like Twinkies have got mythological status. I don't know what a Twinkie is. is. It a, do we have Twinkies here? No, they're only in the states. Okay, uh, it's basically like a little cake bar, but um, they, filled with cream. Okay, and you can not kill them. Well, apparently not. <laughs> um, the only time that I've been in the presence of Twinkies, they certainly didn't last long enough to be run any to have any scientific tests run. Yeah. They were just devoured. But Still to this day you can get a Twinkie? They're yeah, not, oh okay. shit, yeah. Okay. A fucking institution. <laughs> like they Really? Yeah. I never saw one. I really? looked for them when I was there. I couldn't yeah, find okay. one. Um I got one from service station in LA. Um next time. Next time. Uh but there was I think it was Family Guy that was talking about either Family Guy or Futurama, one of those two had a joke about, you know, at the end of after a nuclear war, there would just be cockroaches and Twinkies or something like that. The only two things that sounds could like be a killed. Futurama joke. Yeah, Apu then discovers there's a smell in the room. He can't quite figure out what it is, and then realizes it's ham, mm. expired ham. Mm. It's four years. Welcome out. to my kitchen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's coming from this direction. Can't spot it. I'll wait a couple of days until the smell is stronger, and then I can identify <laughs> where it's coming from. Do you know, one time uh, there was a smell in our kitchen. Right, we thought it was the bin. So we took the bin out, we yep. hosed it out, left the bin out for two days. Smells getting worse. We're like, what's happening? We assume it's a rat under the fridge. Yeah, yeah, nope, yeah. no rat. Yeah, no no rat nothing. there, nothing. Day five, you finally have a shower. <laughs> you know what it was? I left the chicken breast in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Raw chicken breast festering on the plate in the microwave. <laughs> That's good. Idiot. I once thought that my fridge was leaking. Because I'd left some cheese in there for so long it had started to liquefy. Really? <laughs> my fr- I kept getting this funky puddle at the bottom of my fridge. And I was like, oh man, this is... On like, the inside or the yeah, outside? Yeah, on the inside every couple of days. And I'm looking for, I'm looking at pipes. I'm looking, trying to figure out where this leak's coming from. Two and a half months went by before I finally moved like a jar of mayonnaise or something. And then behind that is just this cheese. Oh, <laughs> burn, burn it. Just <laughs> burn it all. <laughs> One time there was, this, there was this milk carton at work at Ford. It had been left in the fridge for so many years that when the chick finally tipped it into the bin, it was just solid. Nice. The smell that was happened. like the worst thing ever. That's, um, doesn't that happen with Marge? Bart finds some milk somewhere yes. or something? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting back to the episode though. So he finds the expired ham and a poo being a poo he wants to make money from everything. Mark it down. Yes, just marks it down. Puts, he does, at least he, well, I suppose he crosses out the date, which is yeah. kind of illegal. Yeah. And he puts it in the discount bin. I like here his line where he says he's not because he's not guilty at all. He doesn't say he goes this time I've gone too far. Yeah, and you think because you know what he's done, he's like no one's gonna fall for this. Yeah, it's not I've gone too far because I've done the wrong thing. It's I've gone too far now. No one's gonna believe that this is edible. Homer walks in. Yeah, cheap meat. Eats yeah. it straight away. I 
the other th- little bit of animation that I really liked there. So the other items in that discount bin, there were some bananas. What were they? Okay. Bananas, you know, they like bananas are like not ready, not ready, not re- ready, not ready. Even now, just spoiled. Like that's how bananas, mm. the lifespan of a banana. But they uh, there was a can of soup. Um, next to it, I was like, "Well, can of soup doesn't go off, but this particular can of soup was bloated." How can a can of soup be bloated? Well, obviously, some shit was going on in there, and like the can was starting Expanding. to expand. But like they drew it rather than being a straight can, it was drawn as being like gaseous, and like shit was going yeah, on yeah. on the inside. I thought it was a little really, detail, really yeah. cool detail that they threw in. Kind of say I'm a little bit disappointed that one of your trivia questions wasn't the different forms of Homer's name on the side of a poo's register. Uh, I wrote it down as a thing later on. Okay, good because I thought <laughs> I'm too lazy to write this down. Mitchell have it as a trivia question. Homer, Homer J. Fong. <laughs> yeah, Fong. Yeah, that's what I can remember. <laughs> How good is it? <laughs> So Homer is then at home and he's eating all of the ham. Yep. I like the idea because we only saw one packet of ham. Mm. That Apu saw that Homer was willing to buy that packet, went out back and got more expired ham, and then sold it to Homer. And Homer's at home eating all this extra expired ham because he ate the whole packet in the store. And all of a sudden, Mm. he's got packets next to him and he's eating the packet himself. Did he eat the whole packet in the store? I didn't spot that. Well, these how much expired hams in his one packet? Yeah, at least 12 slices. I didn't know... I didn't see him actually start eating it in the store. I might have just missed. Oh, maybe or you're right. Or you invented maybe a memory. Maybe, yeah, it's kind of like the end of Seven. Where yeah. you just think you saw the chicken head, but you don't. You think you saw the head. Yeah. But he's eating expired ham, and he starts getting chest pains yeah. or, or bowel pains. Yeah. Not much time. You think not much time to go to the toilet yeah. or something. Nope. Must finish. To finish. Yeah. <laughs> Cuts to like the ambulance. Cuts to the hospital. Yep. And Hibbert says, "Yeah, they got this from eating expired meat or, or a voodoo, voodoo curse. curse." Yeah, that's yeah, just a little throwaway gag. Yeah, it exists really much. mostly because they needed to break up this scene with the yes, which was done really well. Yeah, I don't like the gags though, similar to the voodoo curse thing, where they zoom in on like the eyes just to sort of rub it in your face. This is the joke, and then yeah. it's like, yeah. Oh, I'll get to another one of those that I didn't like later on in the episode. I've got probably the worst joke in Simpsons history later in this episode. Ooh. One of the ones that just so lame. Ooh. Yeah. We'll get to it Ooh. later. Mmm, tease. So Homer's back at home. No, he goes to complain to a poo. Your old meat made me sick. Oh, I'm so sorry. Please accept five pounds of frozen shrimp. <laughs> this shrimp isn't frozen and it smells funny. Okay, ten pounds. Then it's the Barking News Dog. That's what I've called it. Barking News Dog. Has it got yeah. a name? I don't think so. No. That dog can, can sell, sell anything. anything. <laughs> <laughs> How good is it? What I love is that they were willing to not show the dog, to show Bart, uh, not Bart uh, Lisa and Homer sitting there watching it for a good five to ten seconds yeah. of just barking. Yeah. They wasted primetime television time with just a dog barking. Yeah. And you, you're, you're like watching the whole time. You're yeah. interested. <laughs> We've all been there at late at night. Some absolute awfulness is on television yep. but you just can't bring yourself to move no <laughs> that's it yeah. you know you can't be bothered picking up the remote yeah you're like you know what it was for me um i don't know if they still do it or even what channel it was on it was like it's the, the fish on sbs well yeah the fish was one but they had did you ever watch that one where they did live horoscope readings no it was on like channel it was like tsn or something like that so one of those it's mostly a shopping network oh, oh fox sales station no no it was t- like free to wear the hell's tsn when we flicked over to digital a couple of years ago it was a very exciting oh, time in australia okay. um <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like um 172 or something or or some random channel like that um yeah, it's mostly home shopping, but after 11 o'clock at night, it would be tarot card readings where people would call in and there would just be the most fucking dead-faced, soulless behind-the-eyes people doing tarot card readings for people over the phone. 
Wow. Yeah. It was fantastic to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad example then. Quality television. No, it's awful. But that's what I mean. Like, it's just, it'll be on. And then suddenly I've been sitting there for 45 minutes and be like, what the fuck has happened? But then you find yourself Why the next I- night looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, if you, it'd be one of those channels that would, no matter what hotel you were in, it would get that channel. It was there. Yeah. <laughs> the so, backbone of television. So you check in somewhere, like, we'd be in Ely Beach, beautiful spot, a great area to go and explore. And I mean, and first thing you do when you get into a TV is, sorry, into a hotel is turn the TV on and yeah. find out what channels you exactly, get. Exactly, exactly. That's what I do. Yeah. And I'll go to that. And I'll be like, we're done, honey, <laughs> night in. <laughs> do you remember the show used to be on late at night? It was like a quiz, quiz Hot show. Hot dogs. Hot dogs quiz show. Yeah. Up Man. late, up late with hot, hot dogs. Up late, I think, or something like that. What the hell? That picture that, but with tarot cards. I used to try and was... enter that sometimes. That's oh, how Dan, bad don't. my life was, man. <laughs> I'd sit there and watch hot dog for like an hour on television at night time. That show was Candy Crush before Candy yeah. Crush was invented. But it cost you more money. People than Candy would Crush. pay money to win crappy games and win like fifty bucks if that. If that, yeah, terrible. Anyway, we're way off track. Brockman is then doing his geezers or apologising for his geezers and freezers. Yeah, <laughs> that was a really good, like, current affair, do this in Australia all the time. Or, Always apologise. Yeah, but that thing of, like, mis- pulling back the, the curtain to reveal exactly how misleading they've been. Mm. Um, what was his, What was it exactly? It was apolog- the facility, a retirement home. That facility was adequately heated. The footage you saw was of a frozen fur storage facility. Now, I've heard of, like, Today Tonight... Um, Today Tonight once... Australian current affair show. Yes. Today Tonight once... Um, I don't know if it was Christopher Scase or something like that, but it was one of those like big name who had fled the country and they were reporting on him as if they were like outside his compound. They weren't in the same country that the guy was in. <laughs> like they'd yeah. flown somewhere else entirely, but are just pulling the wool over the eyes of everyone. What about the dude that said he was on the f- the front line of the war and he was nowhere near the, the Yeah, action? yeah, the American dude. Yeah, the American I can't dude. remember what his name is now, but yes. I think we talked about him on a podcast once. May have, yeah. Was he the guy that did the the He was an anchor. Vault, doing the like vault. He, doing he the vault. Was, remember yeah. you opened up the vault? Geraldo's fault. Geraldo, that's yeah. his name. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Um But no, yeah, I don't even remember why I started talking about that. Brockman Brockman. Yeah, pieces. that's right. Um but I just love the lengths that, that those sorts of shows will go to to try and Pretend that they're somewhere and never learn, as no. Brockman doesn't hear. No. Apologise for using the word geezers. Yeah. Next story about old geezers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and then from there we get, and now a message from the Church of the Latter Day Saints. Roof, roof, roof. I love that. Shh. He said the dogs talking. Dogs barking. <laughs> that was. <laughs> that was just so funny to me. <laughs> the, like, you know, there's the just it's an ad. It's a cookie cutter ad company. Yeah. Like, no matter what you've got, you get the dog. And it's just there. Yeah. <laughs> just words. That dog can sell anything. Homer is complaining um, that he's not feeling well. And, well, there's, is there no way to find justice? And Brockman mentions his hotline. Lisa suggests that, you know, you should mm. do it, Dad. And that's where we get the shh, dogs barking. Yep. Homer is then at Channel 6. We mentioned this just a bit earlier, but I love the, the setting of it. You know, it's yeah. like it's... I don't know, what's the word you could use? Dingy. Dingy, Dank. secret. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's going to be dangerous. No way, man. No way, man. Get yourself another Patsy, man. Patsy. I ain't wearing a freaking wire. <laughs> That's taken off a scene from JFK, apparently. The film oh, JFK. Okay. Right. According to the old Pedia of Wiki, that's what it mm-hmm. says. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll go with it. I can't picture it off the top of my head. But then he says, will you be willing to wear a camera? 
and a microphone. Oh, yeah, I'll wear that. Sorry. In my head, I just... Actually, James Woods is in JFK. I'm... Or I is he? No. No. They would, they would have mentioned that. No. I, I thought... Sorry. I'm thinking Kevin Bacon. It's like Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon's in JFK. Oh, he's not the main actor there. No, no. He's, he's, he plays like... Kevin Costner's the main actor. Kevin Costner's a gay... Uh, sorry. Kevin Costner's the main actor. Ja- uh, Kevin Bacon plays a gay prison inmate who likes Kevin Costner. You're a fine looking man, Mr. Garrison. Um, is that his name? Yeah. wonder if that's where Trey and Matt got their name uh, from. Doubtful, but we'll see. Um... Anyway, the point is, I just pictured James Woods in the kind of orgy scene um, where they're all sort of dressed up a little bit Roman. I'd never watch this movie. It's orgies. Well, it's like a kind of cocaine binge that kind of everyone gets dressed up weird. And it's implied... Men and women? Just men. It's implied that there's going to be a lot of gay activity later in the evening. It's just, I look at the running time and I'm like, oh, I haven't got time for this. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you absolutely do. It's Oldest a very good Stone movie. made the movie, didn't he? Yeah. So it's worth watching? Yeah. Yeah, great movie. Don't take it as gospel. Like, it's it's not a documentary, but it's a very, very good movie, and it's a very persuasive movie. So Homer and Brockman and Lackeys arrive at the Quickie Mart in their van. In their ordinary van. Ordinary van. Love it when they make jokes like that. Homer is given the giant hat, and he's told that, you know, every 10 minutes you have to take it off. Or you'll have permanent neck damage. This is where you get one of the silly gags. Yes, that's yeah. one of the silly gags. He ain't joking. It's a really good shot of when Homer's walking in, of a poo just watching him as walking in, looking a bit... Like, what's going on here? But it's in. you can sort of imagine at the same time a poo's cogs are going and he's thinking, yeah. all right, I know what's happening here. He's going to set Homer up. Because oh. I reckon the whole time a poo knows there's a camera in the hat. It's pretty obvious. No, because he wouldn't have confessed to it. No, because he thinks the hat's broken. This no, is just between no, me and you. I think, I, I think a poo had no idea. He says smashed hat. Yeah. Well, it's been trampled on. So he thinks that I, well, I always take it that he thought that the hat was broken, so he was okay. just being smart. Well, potato, potato. The point is, um, why would why would he look into the camera and say it? Well, it's like a jewel. He looks into the jewel. Okay. I I that's, I always just thought he was just being smart, thinking that he'd tricked Homer to the point where Homer broke the hat, and then mm. he didn't break it enough, and he got caught. Anyway, you're probably right. So he tells Homer that there's a, a buzzing sound. Yeah, could be bees. Perhaps you have a bee in your bonnet. Homer, as we know from Homer goes to college, afraid of bees. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and he stands on the hat. We get the classic one day left to retirement <laughs> joke. Used this several times throughout The Simpsons. The best part about this whole scene is when, obviously, a poo... The hot dog? Yes. Yes. So, like, drops the hot dog. Hot-diggity-dog. How, how, how filthy does it look? They do a really yeah. good job making got it like dirty. like, a fly and a band-aid Hairs and stuff. And shit, yeah. Like, hot-diggity, we've got him, Mr. Si- Mr. Simpson. One hot dog, please. <laughs> Let's go back in to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so, then there's a news report on a poo. And he's, I like that, having sweating here. He's yeah. nervous. Yep. You know something's going to happen. He's in big trouble. Mm. I thought it was a bit Will silly. Will you stop serving people expired food? No. Uh, yes. I mean, no. <laughs> oh, no. I thought it was a bit silly that he was watching it at work in front of customers. Maybe he'd been brought up or something. Who knows? Anyway, it just seems silly. Just, mm. There's never a TV there. And all of a sudden, there's a TV there. Customers then race out. You're a monster. And the Quickie Mart suits arrive. I've just got them. Yeah. Suits. Apuna Hasapima Pedalan. You have disgraced the Quickie Mart Corporation. But, sir, I was only following standard procedure. Ah, true. But it's also standard procedure to blame any problems on a scapegoat or sacrificial lamb. Uh-huh. And if I can obtain for you these animals? I'm sorry, Apu. I have no choice. You can no longer wear this name patch. <gasps> he then fires Apu, rips off his badge. You know what people ask you about the fried pickles anymore? Yep. And the guns. What are they? The, the pricing price guns. guns. Hand yep. in your pricing gun. 
the other one too. Yeah, this was so funny. Yes, like that's you know it's your stereo. It's sorry, it's, it's your a classic cop. Yeah. cop. Yeah, hand in your badge and your gun. Yeah, but then I love the suicide bit as well. Like because if it's a cop, it would be putting the gun to his head. Yes, but it's like I, that's it. I don't want to live anymore. And tries to start eating some of the meat. And just I love it's. In the struggle, yeah. It's the Apu, it's not worth it. Yes. <laughs> or the I don't want to live, sir. I don't want to live. <laughs> Hank's delivery here is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> as is Harry's as the head. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's similar to last week, you know, when he goes, because like like, like the boy on the TV. Yeah, yeah when his poo's just talking yeah, over yeah. the top. I love that kind of acting. <laughs> then Apu is just he's lost everything. He's got no nobody, mm. he's got nothing. I was thinking about this that to sh- it, like this is a good moment to show how far the show has matured in the last four and a half five years mm-hmm. in that the way they handled Apu being depressed here versus the way they handled Homer when he was considering suicide in Homer's Odyssey he actually tried to do it worlds apart well even but it was more just the fact that this was dark but still light hearted and funny the whole way through like that moment did have Homer's Odyssey that had the rusty gate and the fact that there was already a boulder when he gets there there were a couple jokes but it felt unsettlingly dark. Oh, yeah. It was just... It was dark. There's yeah, no whereas, way of saying it. I guess the fact that he wrote a suicide note didn't help. Whereas mm. this never quite got to the unsettling point. It was dark, but... It was black comedy, but without being like... Ooh, I don't know. I don't know if I feel like I'm, you know, I'm watching fucking 13 Reasons Why in animated form. Homer wants to kill himself by tying a boulder to himself and jumping in a river. Mm. And Pooh tries to kill himself by eating a tainted hot dog. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to live, sir. That there is the crux. <laughs> So the homeless guys are laughing by tickling each other with feathers. I don't know, there's something about that. The homeless guys, they've got nothing but feathers. But Who needs money when we got feathers? And they're, they're laughing, they're having a great time. I just, I've always loved that moment. It's just nice. The laughing monkeys point and laugh at a poop. Yep. He then strum- stumbles upon the Simpsons house. Did you notice here that it's designed wrong? So Homer's, you see Homer watching the TV through the window, but it's on the right-hand window, which is where their dining room is. Oh, okay. No, I didn't spot the that. The room closest, to the window closest yep. to the garage. One of the classic TV moments. Yeah. Yo, check this out. Black guys drive a car like this. Ding, ding. Yeah, but white guys, see, they drive a car like this. It's true. It's true. We're so lame. I think it's Homer's laugh. Yeah. And the we're so lame. Yeah. <laughs> Just so perfect. And it's also making fun of American comedians in a sense as well. Like, it's, it's that thing of not... There's no actual joke or punchline to that. It's just no. saying a thing. Yeah. And then saying another thing. <laughs> it's just so and good, though. people laugh. <laughs> Set up the best meme of all time, just about, though. Trump and Obama driving cars. Yeah. That was the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought that you'd snap a photo of Donald Trump exactly <laughs> like that? Yeah. Oh, fuck. It was so good. And Pooh then knocks on the door. And you think, even the viewers think, that he's mm. going to kill Homer. Yeah. Great scream from Homer. Yes. Here too. Yep. Yep. Great way to go to commercial. And the point of view shot of mm-hmm. the hands. Yeah. Very good. Come back. Homer's pleading. Well, Homer screams again, pleading for his life, saying, I, d- I didn't know the camera was in there. Mm. I was unaware. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apu then reveals that this is a symbol of apology. Yeah. Back home. <laughs> we really should change it. Many have died needlessly. Needlessly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Many. <laughs> Throughout the whole episode, I like that Homer takes the piss they sort of I guess throughout the whole episode they take the piss out of Indian culture without they do look there are a couple little gags about it like not in a full sense there's the donkey thing the fact that the food is spicy that's pretty much it the train 
Oh yeah, yeah. That that's pretty symbolic of India, though. Like the it is like people that. crowded it's on. So taking the piss. That's just what that's what happens yeah. there. Yeah. Apu just wants to make amends, basically. He's acknowledged that it's not Homer's fault that he got fired. It's his own fault. He shouldn't have been doing the things that he did. Homer just wants nothing of it. It's weird, though, that Homer doesn't want help. Mm. Like, I don't get why he wouldn't just accept his help from the beginning. This set up a couple of funny gags. Yeah. It does have a great line from Homer, and I like... It's up there when um, Homer gives the, in this house we obey the laws of thermodynamics. I love it when Homer suddenly becomes smart on a topic. Yes. It's like... What's he, um, karma can only be portioned out by the cosmos Slams the door on him Well he's got me there yep. <laughs> I love that Cuts to a poo raking leaves at the front mm. I thought they're watching him <laughs> Is he still out there? Yeah What? That's your job If he starts doing Lisa's wood chopping Lisa's wood chopping <laughs> <laughs> Marge then convinces Homer to accept the help yep. From Pooh Because all he wants to do is just be friends And make up, make it up to him mm. Comes in, cooks some dinner, does all that sort of stuff. And that's what we were just talking before about the spicy bit. A great reference. Uh, sorry, great, great delivery line. from Yardley. Yeah. Yeah. But honey, is your food too spicy? I can see through time. <laughs> just the time. <laughs> time. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm like when I eat a medium hot. <laughs> I just can't eat spicy at all. Homer says, we can't be afraid to try new things. Mm. What is this? A napkin. <laughs> Outrageous. Outrageous. <laughs> the delivery. <laughs> Oh my goodness! They then the suits are then interviewing for new Quickie Mart workers, yep. and Barney is light years ahead of everyone head and else. Shoulders above everyone shoulders, else. Yes, says and a lot about convenience store workers. Yep. Then they think they're going to have to select Barney, but there's one more person, James Woods. Yeah. Uh, and like it's just instantly hilarious. Like like you know the you know what are your previous works? You go through some of his movies, like and we've t- spoke before, but it's like, well, why here? It's like, well, actually, you know, I've got to do this, and it. This is making fun, obviously, of actors who do this exact sort of thing. Is like it method acting? Yeah, method acting. Yeah. acting. Like, you, you've got a role where you are a... I think Nicolas Cage, for the movie Bringing Out the Dead, rode around in ambulances for a while. Um, Saving Private Ryan, the girl... Didn't from, he hang out for the um, for the 9-11 film? Didn't he hang out with firefighters for a while? Probably. Yeah. Um, for, yeah, Saving Private Ryan, they all go off and do boot camp and that sort of stuff. To So, they can try to be real and get into the moment. I, I think Christian Bale sort of, sort of stays in character a lot offset... When he's I've heard that he can do yeah. that. I think for him, largely, it's because he's always doing an American accent. So to try to stay in character of it, the accent. And um, um, uh, Heath Ledger in Dark Knight, I'm pretty sure he stayed as a Joker. No, well, no, that's not true. Okay, that had been reported, but that's I've not heard, right. Yeah, no. Okay, as soon as the, as soon as they called cut, he'd be joking around and laughing with Christian. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> taking that to the ultimate extreme, the film Chaplin. I had a little cameo on that. I actually travelled through time back to the 20s. It, Oh, I've, I've said too much. <laughs> too much. <laughs> it's great. And apparently, James Woods was a huge fan of the show. Yeah, And cool. he can tell. Yeah. Because he's just, he was just willing to do anything. He's got his voice really well suited to animated, um, yeah. animated comedy. Like, he's so great as Hades in Hercules. Mm-hmm. Really, really great. Uh, surprising that he never actually came back. They loved having him on. Mm. He loved being a part of it. I love that he's also just playing himself. Yes. Which, to my knowledge, would be the first time that's happened. Um, a lot of actors would be willing to... play characters, but he just comes willing on... Willing to be silly playing characters, yeah. Yeah. It, um, first time in the show that I can think of where an actor is just being them. Mm, I'm pr- in an extended role. This, this, he definitely got more extended than normally. Yeah. Because he was willing to just say whatever. Yeah, they like he's guest starring as James yeah. Woods. It's not a cameo. He's literally 
yeah, a guest star. He's in it more than some of the Simpson family. Mm. But anyway, so he gets he gets the job, and then we get Homer in the in the shower. Another good pullback and reveal joke here. Yes. So he's yeah finishes the shower, turns around, and Pooh's about to give him the towel. He's like, "Don't worry, you've not seen, you've not got anything I haven't seen before." Oh. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Camera pans down, lollipop just stuck to Homer's chest. <laughs> and the explanation. Um, I like to like keep a lollipop, lollipop there. there. <laughs> <laughs> like it's there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Apoo is then stacking the corn as you would in the Quickie Mart. And it works. Marge says that's not how we do things. We usually yeah. put it in the cupboard. Yeah. It'll never no, move that it'll way. It'll never move that way. Mm, the kid- delicious corn. <laughs> Haven't had that in a while. Yes. Then... I like to, they used that joke. They used him stacking up for that joke, but also to have the dramatic moment yes. when she says, Quick and Mart, yep. and he knocks the knocks them all over. down. Yeah. Yep, makes it far more impactful. The line here, though, is so great of, I can't go back there. It's the scene of my spiritual depanting. <laughs> <laughs> so Marge suggests they go to the Monstro Mart and they go there. Apu is sort of a bit, oh, is it jealous? He, he doesn't like the fact that. They have such good prices for good mm. products. And he's like, well, where's the love then? Yeah, we love every one of you. He's like, hmm. Um, it's, yeah, it's almost like he's saying that there could be a better way. Yeah. Um, but I do like him helping Marge here, like just his insights into the shopping centre world. That comes after Barney, though. Isn't no, Barney no. one of your favourite moments? No, but I mean the whole way through. Oh, the whole way through. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah. I do like Barney. Excuse me, ma'am. Where are the lampshades? Ma'am. No. I've killed her! It's all happening again! <laughs> Help me! Help me! It's fantastic! A little bit of a shining. Yeah, like the, the blood coming down the hallway in the shining, similar here. I thought the fantastic gag was a bit much. A little bit. Yep. But continue with the poo and much. He's just, t- he's just basically teaching her a thing or two. He's just showing her... Yeah, like, I he, still apply this to this day. I will look at the people in front of same. me in supermarket aisles before I choose which aisle it's going we to be. We could probably credit this scene for us doing that. Yeah. But didn't realise saved it. me minutes of my life. Yeah. <laughs> still be the monster, man. Yeah. <laughs> I do love... Um, this is one of the great rambling stories from Abe as well. Like, in in how little he says. Oh, yeah, It's not yeah. like a... I had to go to Shelbyville with it. I had an onion belt, which was a style at the time, which had a lot of things going on. It's just, there's an interesting story about this, Nickel. <laughs> um, 1957, I think it was. Got up in the morning and made a piece of toast. Set the toaster to three. Medium, medium brown. brown. <laughs> <laughs> just telling all the details we don't need to hear. Yeah. James Woods is then practicing his lines with Jimbo. Uh, can, can I just ask you a question? Did you... <laughs> Did you believe that? I mean, the way I gave you the change, did I sound like a real Quickie Mart, you know, kind of guy? Actually, I thought it was a little labored. Huh. You gotta lose yourself in the moment, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, great. Okay, let's just try that again, okay? Come on. Hey, come on. Hey, 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 get over here. Okay, now you're you, I'm me. I'm me? Hey, don't jerk me around, fella. I love the use of fella. Yeah. (laughs) Family are all then having dinner. And everyone is saying how they just love having a poo around. You know, he's taught Bart how to do the heads behind the legs like he's more... Yeah, yeah. Got him out of class. He said he'd been in an accident. This is... Lisa's where, learned a new instrument. This is the lamest joke I've just ever heard on The Simpsons. Lisa plays the instrument and Homer says that's worse than the album Grandpa released. It just seems so forced and lame. Mm. Ooh, that's worse than the album Grandpa released. 
Like, come on. Oh, look, I didn't laugh at it. I, I can't really defend it. I don't know that it's the... Try and tell me of a more forced lame joke. We'll get there. It happens later this episode. Really? <laughs> yep. I'm interested to hear yours. Anyway, I, I just did not like that joke at all. So, Homer says that you know the vegetables are clearing my cholesterol. They're going under his brain. Yeah. Uh, poo friend me good. This is where we get the Who Needs a Quickie Mart? I'll just play a clip from it now. Who needs the Quickie Mart? Their floors are sticky, Mart. They made that sticky Mart. Let's hurl a bricky Mart. The Quickie Mart is real. Don't! It's a good song, man. No, it's, it's, it, I'm not, look, it's not a bad song. Uh, I just think that they've done better. 100% done better. I think they've done 10 better, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did you say was your favourite song? I don't remember. You made us go with Home of the Great. Long time ago. We went Home of the Great. Yeah. That was your favourite. Stonecutters. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We do. Mine's the I like sauce go- on your stink. I like good, um, it's almost like a, sh- a sea shanty. Home yeah, of the Great. true. Everyone then sits down casually. I like the way they did this. So they finish the song. They're like, well, now what do we do? Good. Yeah. Um, it's a good little meta gag like that. Everything's wrapped up and much earlier than usual. Much earlier than usual. They follow yeah. up again later with the let's hug a poo. Yes. Hey, there's still time. Killing time. Yeah. Let's yep. hug him again. Yep. 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 So then they hear the crying on the roof. Mm. And I think, what's that sound? This is a beautiful shot, by the way. In front of the moon? Uh, not so much. The one before that, looking over towards the quicker mark. Season the distance. Yeah. Yep, that is good. Yeah. The quicker mark's lit up. He lied to us through song. I hate when people do that. That is a little lame to me. Yeah. Not the lamest. That's not the joke you're talking about. Though. No, it's not. Okay. But I do hate, I like that. I hate when people do that. It's like they just needed something to go to commercial with. Needed something funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, could you go to the commercial with the with the poo singing? You could have. It'd be kind of sad to go to commercial like that. But yeah. I mean, obviously the joke is that no one ever lies to you through song. So it's a weird thing to hate when people do. But yeah, I don't know. Come back from commercial and a poo... He's just, he's upset. He's got the better of him. He, he needs the quickie mark. Mm. As much, he's, he's kept the straight face all this time, but he just can't do it. He reveals that he's going to have to go all the way to the head office in India to ask for his job back. Which is over 10,000 miles away. Yes, 16,000 kilometers. Yes. Yeah. So apparently here, Homer understands the metric system. Yes. Mm. They then ride the donkeys to the airport. We mentioned before the reveal that it's the airport. It's not the first Lawrence of Arabia. Well, it is the first one, but it's not the only one, I should say, mm. in this episode. Yeah. Oh, it, it's definitely the right soundtrack for, yeah. for this. what's coming up. Are we in India yet? No. Are we in <laughs> India yet? No. Wait. Now we now are. We, are. <laughs> we cut back to James Woods in full Quickie Mart mode. Like, he's just really working. He's working there. He's on the phone to his agent. How funny is it? He's just trying to a worker. clean a microwave. He's <laughs> <laughs> just a worker at a convenience store. Yeah. Um, and this is where he's getting the, the explanation that his role's changed. But yeah, it's just, uh-huh, uh-huh. Actually, that's... That's a pretty good explanation. <laughs> <laughs> and we were actually discussing a few weeks back when Ken Brockman swore, when's the other time that they beat someone out? out. Yeah. So we had Marge on Joe Springer, but yeah. this was Yeah, sooner. yeah, yeah. yeah. Friggin' no good motherfucker cheese. <laughs> I love that. No, no, no. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the cheese. I'm talking to the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to the cheese and microwave. <laughs> um, we at, come back. At the so, and, so he says, like, I'm done. You know, he wants, get me out of he here. He wants out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Get back to the airport in India. And this was a cool little gag where instead of having like the Hare Krishnas or something like that, you've got Christians. Uh, Christians. Oh, great Christians. 
So we get to the train and it's absolutely packed, which mm. apparently trains a lot that in India. I don't know if it's like every day, but there are some very famous photos of it, yeah. yeah the joke here, is, though, is that they all move along the outside when the dinner yeah. cart is called. Yes, into the one carriage. I've got to, just got here in my notes, great soundtrack, Lawrence of Arabia once again, um, as they're approaching the first ever convenience store. Is it? It doesn't make sense for it to be Lawrence of Arabia, but okay. Like in the, Arabia is the Middle East, we're in India. Mm, that's true. It might still it's, be the it's, music. It's, it's suited... It's definitely Lawrence of Arabia. Okay. Like, I've, I've, it says that on three okay. different websites, but yeah. I guess it's just got the right feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I said, they were approaching the first ever convenience store. Now, this is the joke that I thought was super lame. They're not very convenient. You, you, you don't need Homer to spell that out. As the camera pans up, it's like the world's first convenience store. On the middle of, like, at the top of that huge fucking mountain and the windy path and all that sort of shit, you don't need Homer to say, well, that's not very convenient. Of course it's not very convenient. I'm looking at the fact that it's not very convenient. Let that joke exist for the people that are smart enough to figure it out on their own, and the people that can't, whatever, they miss out. You can say that for a lot of jokes in The Simpsons, though. A lot of this jokes. one stood out. Okay, for me. I still think that that's that's worse than the album Grandpa released is more unnecessary. Fair enough, but I was annoyed by this joke. Yeah, it's fine. It's uh, like, I I can see. I, Simpsons, I know exactly what you're saying. The Simpsons, more so than most shows, doesn't treat its audience like they're dumb. But this was a moment where they were like, oh, we better fucking spoon feed them the punchline or they won't be able to work out what it meant. I reckon a good portion of the audience wouldn't have got the joke. Well, fine. Whatever. <laughs> Let them go. Okay, shows cater to the majority, Mitch. Not the shows that I like. <laughs> that would have been a moment where if I was in that show, I'd have been fists on the table. No, I said, shut up, Mitch. We leave it out. <laughs> Animaniacs wouldn't have explained it. They'd have just let it happen. Yeah, true. And that was aimed at a younger audience. Was it though? Yes. It was on at like four in the afternoon. They played it at the time. Doesn't mean it was targeted to kids. They played it at a time that no one that it was targeted to would have been sitting down to watch. That's why it only lasted like two, three seasons. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Great show. That's uh, that's a good explanation. <laughs> <laughs> the convenience store. This is the most famous moment from the whole episode. Outside of the song, yeah. Outside of the song, true. It's hilarious. As cliche and as as. Common as it is, it is funny. I laughed out loud when it happened, and I knew what was coming. <laughs> I do love it that he's just sitting there sipping on a um, squishy. A slurpee. Yeah, yeah, squishy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funniest part, though, is when it comes afterwards, and he goes, well, that was a bust. Is yeah. he really the head of the quickie line? <laughs> <laughs> no need to apologize, Apu. It was as much my fault as it was yours. Uh, Apu's just had enough this time, so he starts choking Homer. Homer still thinks that he's apologizing after he's getting choked. Yeah. I accept your apology. <laughs> they roll down the cliff, come back up, and they arrive. It just cuts them at home. Mm. I like here how they had the kids saying to them, what did you get us? What did you get us? What did you get us? Yeah, it's right. so common for kids yeah. to expect something. Well, we've discussed this. When our wives leave, we expect a, a treat when yeah. they get back. Yeah, no matter where they've gone. <laughs> Where's my sushi? Where's my hot chocolate? I went out, I put the pins out, and what did you get me? <laughs> <laughs> I went and cleaned up the dog poo. And what and did you get me? where's my... Snacks. <laughs> right here. So, they, re- they re- reveal to the kids and to the Marge that didn't go well at all. Well, Homer at first goes, mm. fine. I mean, not good. Lisa then tries to cheer Apu up. Remember the song? <laughs> yeah. I thought that Apu's response could have been funnier. He's just like, please, I'm not in the mood. I guess it's just to sell his defeat. Yeah, yeah. He's just um, had enough. And then as Homer points out, I've learned that life is one crushing defeat after another until you just wish Flanders was dead. Yeah. That's a funny joke. We haven't had a anti-Flanders... Lo- like moment for a while No Well Flanders hasn't really been 
in there for a while, which is what makes this even better. This is so from it's from so far left field that he just yes. drags him into it. We have Homer Love Slanders coming up this season. That's though. true. I'm looking Can't forward to that. that one. Nacho Man. Yes. Apu then says he has to face his demons mm. if he's going to get his job. He has to go back to the Quickie Mart. It's a really nice moment when he walks in. He's reunited with all the equipment. A scum bucket yeah, the fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old squishy machine that's still leaking and whatnot. And James Wood sees him. And James this Wood's is also just where awestruck. we get the Homer Jack. Do not accept checks from these people. It was Homer like Chief, Wig- Chief Wigan was in there and then there's six versions of Homer. Is, it, is Chief Wigan the only different name? I don't think it was the only one. It was the only one that I saw and yes. stood out. But yeah, Homer J. Fong. Amazing. <laughs> So, James Woods is just completely awestruck. You can't believe that, you know, you're like the guy around yeah. here, aren't you? I've studied your tapes. Can I ask you, is it true you once worked 96 hours straight? Oh, yes. It was horrible, I tell you. By the end, I thought I was a hummingbird of some kind. Oh, yeah. You know, I studied your old security tapes. In a few minutes, I tried to drink nectar out of Sanjay's head. It's so good. It's the, do you think Hank Azaria did that sound? Yeah. It sounds like a poo, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. That's <laughs> so good. We then, though... I yeah. thought this ending was terrible. I hated the fact that the criminal goes in and shoots him for no reason. Doesn't take any money. Like, they just, he just shoots him. Well, he shoots him in panic and then... You does know, he in panic, though? He doesn't shoot him in panic at all. They weren't trying to stop them. Stop him. If you've got a gun pointed, it's that high... Like, Apu jumps before the guy fires. So, maybe it's just a case of he sees this he, flash... He cocks it and says... And he yeah, tells he cocks ja- it as He a tells threat. James Wood, I'm going to shoot you. As a threat. And then Apu jumps and then that's what makes him go... Bleh. Doesn't Jump, go bang. for any money. He just shoots him and runs off. I just, that's because once you've shot, you're like, fuck, I've just shot the guy. I didn't plan on that happening when I walked in. And then he's out. I guess. That's what I did. It would have been better if Snake was this... Thief. I thought it was just a, a mm. random thief rocked up that we've never seen before. We never see again, and just shot. He was just going to shoot James Woods. Well, he bailed. Left the town. Snake's never actually half killed somebody. He shot a poo plenty of times. What has he ever shot? A poo? Never seen him, but it's been acknowledged or it's been referenced. Referenced. Has it? Uh, well, anyway. But I, I, I just I didn't like it. Anyway, so explain what happens. Pretty much just walks in once well, money. I, I like the um. Hey, like, you know, hand me the money and don't try any funny stuff. Buddy, if I tried funny stuff, you would be in hysterics. Hey, you're James Woods. Hand it over, Mr. Woods, or your next one's going to be number three with a bullet. Uh, uh, I'm not a singer. <laughs> that was one of my, like, in the middle of it all. Like, oh, no, you, you, you're, you're mistaken. mistaken about who I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's important. Yeah. Apu then risks his life. Yeah. Like he just gets flat out shot in the chest. Yeah, he does. It's and just, luckily ricochets off a previous bullet from this, another robber. The feeling of hot lead. How I've missed you. <laughs> I think I'm dying. In hospital. I've probably offended every Indian listener, by the way, trying to be Apu. I don't think you've gone anywhere near close enough to the accent. I'm, I'm trying not to. Okay. Because I want to just be an idiot. Well, I'm only trying. It's a white guy that voices him. But he sounds like... If I'm only trying to sound like Hank Azaria's version of a poo, I don't see how that could be offensive offensive True. to an Indian. In the hospital... I mean, if I sat here and started wobbling my head... <laughs> like, then that's offensive. <laughs> Hibbert explains that... The- but I tell you what, it will get me a job on breakfast radio. Who? If I said to tape it... That, gotcha calls. If I said it to- oh, of course. Yeah. Hello, pleased to be speaking to you. <laughs> that's enough. Like, that'll get me a job pleased working... Pleased to be speaking to you. That'll be work- get me a job working with Matt Tilly. The bullet has ricocheted off of an old bullet that was already lodged in his chest. Being the convenience store worker that he is, Woods mm. walks in, or Woods is already there. He says that as a thank thank you, he gets his old job, job back. back. Yeah. 
it's not so much as a thank you. It was I needed. He's getting out of the I needed anyway. a reason to get out. But, but it was it nice did, that he did it for it him. It didn't anyway. have to be a poo stepping no, back in. No, it was so, nice that he yeah. put his yeah. word in. As for me, I'm off to battle aliens on a faraway planet. <laughs> Again, sounds like a good, yeah movie. <laughs> it's so he's, good. He's really good delivering lines like that, isn't he? Yeah. And then we get the, as we said, the meta joke. Let's hug a poo. Uh, and you think it's the end? You think it's the end. The camera comes in. Hey, there's still time. Let's, Let's hug, hug him, him again. again. Uh, and it, it is a nice ending. Overall, it's a fine episode. It's not one that I will go back and watch in a hurry. It's like an eight out of... Solid eight. Eight? Like, what, what's your idea of good? What do you mean? Like, I, I, like eight I, is pretty good. Yeah, but, <laughs> I, I, but like, I, I, think, I feel like this is just a good episode. This isn't like a... Eight, eight is a pretty good episode. I think everything in this season is a, is an eight. Okay, mm. I I would put this down at the bottom of this season. Okay, fair, fair, enjoyable for me. Yeah, that's fine. That's what that that's why we have two microphones. This is one of those episodes where if it comes on the TV, if I'm flicking through and it's on, I'll probably flick off and watch something else. I don't know. It's just some. It's never really appealed to me. This episode. Okay, it gets a bit boring. But anyway, love to know what you guys think as well. Mailbag at fourfingerdiscat.com.au. Tell us what you think of Homer and the Pooh. What did we learn, Palmer? So what did you learn from the episode, Mitch? You cannot harm a Twinkie. Fuck, that's my thing. Fuck it. Bad luck. <laughs> Damn you. I don't even know what a Twinkie is. I know, but I know you can't hurt them. Or you can't <laughs> kill them. Is it hurt or kill? Harm. You cannot harm or a hurt. Twinkie. One of the two. It's not kill. You can kill a Twinkie, you just can't harm them. <laughs> Jamil! Jamil is here! Ooh. Mailbag time. Mailbag time. Okay, before the mailbag, we're going to do our announcement. Yes. Because you've sat through very patiently. Before then, we're going to read out the names. Yeah, fine. Names. They give us money. We need to do this. Okay. So, thank you to the following patrons who have donated money to us this month to get the exclusive content that we provide well, new, on Patreon. Sorry, not, not just the people that have donated, but to our new $5 or yes. above pledges. We hope you're enjoying the new exclusive content that you get. Okay, big thank you to Alistair Marnock, Henry Saba, Denim Samaris, Penelope Cohn, Nick Gonzalez, Tom Hoare, Andrew McGregor, Glenn Gomes, Marty J, Jessica Olsen, Chris Toygo, Seth, Catherine Durant, Carl McWinter and Mr. Dylan Haggett. Thank you so much, guys. You guys are all champions. Really do appreciate all of your support. And now, Mitch, it's time for our somewhat rather large announcement. Oh, my goodness. So, what, what is it? All right. Is that big of a deal, though? Full really? story. Full disclosure. A couple months you back. You guys, by the way, are the first ones to be finding out for listening to the show. That's how much we love you guys. Yeah. This hasn't been announced anywhere yet. Depending on when you upload this. Or, or depending on when you're listening to this. But right now. Um, okay, so couple months back, I get an email. Uh, the email... It wasn't even like a couple of months. Like, we've had no time. <laughs> no, well, I found out before you did, to be fair. Yeah. I was just sort of... This was a little thing I was working on the side, because you do all the work, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna start proving my worth around here, and I'm actually going to organise for some shit to happen. And I did that by someone asking me if we wanted to do something. So, it was very easy on my part, I'll be honest. <laughs> but I said I, yes. I get an email from... <laughs> I said, when are you available? <laughs> he said, when are you available? Um, I said, Saturday. He said, Saturday's no good for me. I said, how about Sunday? And then he said, how about Wednesday? I said, fine. True story. No. So, I get an email from a guy named Hugh who uh, just said, it starts the, much the same way as any other email that, you know, massive fan of the show. Um, where it differs a little bit is where Hugh works. And... Uh, let's just say Hugh works for a rather large company and a company that I certainly know and recognize. It's not Fox. <laughs> to the point where I thought, I'm going to have to look this guy up on LinkedIn and at least two other kind of... To prove it's I've got right. to get some references to make sure that this is legit because this could very easily be, 
you know. Not a listener fucking with us or something. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this could be a scam or something. Like, it's mm. too good to be true. Yes. That was my kind of initial outset. I was like, okay, do our checks and balances. Hugh checks out. <laughs> I checked him out as well. <laughs> Which is good. Um, three separate PIs. No one has been able to find any dirt on the guy. Um, Hugh, <laughs> Hugh works. <laughs> I hope you're listening to this, actually, by the way. <laughs> Hugh works in London... Oh, the old country, um, for a little company you might have heard of, Penguin Random House Publishing. What do they do? Well, they publish books, Dan. Yeah, That's okay. what publishing is oh, generally okay. about. Why would they be contacting us? I don't know. Can you tell me? Because Four Finger Discount is producing, writing, and about to deliver a Simpsons book. We are writing basically... Like an officially published proper book. A, a proper book with our names and shit on it. With yes. like hard covers and page numbers and a th- an acknowledgement section and photos of the Forwards author. and shit. The authors that are us. Yes. <laughs> the authors that are you and I. That means that henceforth, every argument that I ever have with anybody in the world on any topic is going to end with, excuse me, I'm an author. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> The window. <laughs> the to, windows that are open. You have to speak up on an author. <laughs> I think I would know. I'm published. <laughs> so it's anyway, scary. It's a little. It's it's daunting, but it's it's super exciting. We can't wait. Um. So the idea was to try and not recreate the show, but we want to keep the personal element of this show and apply that to like a, a kind of history of The Simpsons and it's talking about how the show's evolved, our favourite episodes, there's going to be trivia in there, there's going to be a whole bunch of fun stuff, there's going to be... Um, well, like we're, we're trying to make it as entertaining as we as we try to make this show. Um, it's going to be out for Christmas this year, so it's sort of slated for a mid to late November release, all things going to plan. And uh, there are pre-order. There'll be a pre-order. There, sorry, there already is a pre-order link up on Amazon. The book is called Homer's Odyssey, subtitle: An Embiggened Guide to the Simpsons. Um, Embiggened Simpsons Guide. If you okay. want to be technical, okay, whatever. <laughs> it's not part of it. Just search, you can jump onto Amazon, and search Four Finger Discount, and you'll you'll come to the link. Yes. Um, like you can you can order it now. You can just go. Oh yeah, I want one of those. And you should, really, because we're putting in a hell of a lot of effort and a hell of a lot of time into it, and it's going to be a fantastic book. And the beauty of it is, we're letting you guys now know that you can pre-order it, Yeah, but we'd love to know, what would you guys want in a Simpsons book? Well, this is We're the still thing. working on it, as yeah, we speak. we can chop and change. This and is like a Simpsons episode. Like I've been watching a lot of documentaries recently about the Simpsons, and they work on it up to the last second. They're changing yeah. things, throwing in gags. Yeah. What do you guys want to we're read We're going to be sneaking book? into bookstores late at night with yes. like, handwriting into blank pages <laughs> all across the world. It's going it's to be probably logistically impossible, actually. We haven't thought this through. But, you know, whatever. We're committed. It's going to yes. happen. This isn't going to be a book that's going to try and be too academic. Or it's not going to give you a, a history on the show like most other books have done. It's been done before. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're very much coming from a unique point of view that has not existed in the past. Yes. Like, there have been, you know, yeah, Guides to the Simpsons, they're full of interviews and they're, they're, they're great. But they're also a bit... Academic was the perfect word that you used. And I think that's because I said it earlier before we started recording. And... I've planted that seed in your head. No, I've said it from the start. <laughs> okay. But no, ours is ours is very much more of a fan's guide to what's great. What makes the show great? What makes the show stand out in history through time and and everything and and what is so great about this Simpsons community that we have. For patrons, yes. We're going to throw up a sample of the book. And Are we'll, we really? Yes, we are. We'll probably do a few throughout. Has it been cleared? Yeah. It has been? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, don't worry. Don't stress. <laughs> um 
I'm going to pop uh, maybe in a week or so. I'm going to put up the introduction, which is just the first like little page and a half about the book. Um, that will be exclusive to Patreon up until the book comes out, in which case it'll be, you know, for everybody. <laughs> but, yep. but for the time being, exclusive to Patreon. And we'd love feedback. This is another thing. So we're going to be putting up some releases on Patreon and guys can comment. You can write in. Um, tell us if you like the way that's going and if not. And as you said, we can sort of change things as we go. And if you're a listener who's been listening to us for a while now and you've never written in, write to us now. We w- This book is for you guys. We're writing yeah. this for you guys. We want the book to be something that you would want to read. So we'd love to hear from each and every one of you. So send us in mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au. What would you want to read in a Simpsons book? Let us know. Subject book. Yeah, put subject Simpsons book so we can differentiate from questions yep. or whatnot. But we'd love to hear from each and every one of you. We want as much feedback as possible. Pretty exciting stuff. And thank you so much to the guys at Penguin Random House Publishing for, for taking a punt on us to... It was actually... We're putting really, in a lot of effort. My like favourite email that I've ever got in my life was um, after we sent through like the first you know, the first couple of pieces and I got, oh man, it's such a relief that you guys actually know how to write. So, yeah, that's pretty, our news. Pretty big news. Yes. I don't think I could have come I up with I kind of want to end the better. show now. <laughs> yeah, mailbag's relevant. I've got a question. I've got one. I've taken a fair bit of time. I've got a question from Beth Williamson. Okay. Uh, it's, this is sight unseen. I haven't actually read this question out to you beforehand like I normally do. Mm. I've said from Beth Williamson, it's not. <laughs> Sorry, Beth. It's someone using Beth's account. Um, oh. Hi, guys. My name is Ned, and I'm from Brisbane. Ned Williamson. Uh, I'm a massive Simpsons fan, have been for a really long time. Recently, while watching Bart's Inner Child, to prep myself for your review, mm. um, I found myself thinking how That's cool... Not, I, lo- I, can I, interrupt you? I love yeah. that people are prepping themselves for our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. I've got to watch this episode before they listen to yeah. and review it. Make sure I'm on the right page. Yeah. And that goes for everyone. If you haven't done the requisite pre-work then how are you supposed to get the most out of what we're doing? <laughs> if you're not enjoying this, you've only got yourself to blame. He found him, found himself thinking how cool Homerland would look as a toy playset. Yes, that is true. Yeah. And I work at a toy store too, so I can try and make this happen. Yeah, that's true. After realising that there'd never be a chance of that happening, I decided to make ah, one okay. myself. Really? Yes. A real so, life toy or a real life actual Homerland? He made a diorama. He made Homerland out of cardboard and paint. It was mainly just printed out characters with toothpicks. Toothpicks stuck to the back of them. Is it pictures? And stuck in cardboard. He hasn't attached them. So, oh. Ned, please send through some photos. It made me think that if you could have any Simpsons diorama, uh, and like professional grade diorama, if it were up to him, he would choose a scene from his favourite episode, The Candy Convention from Homer Badman. I would love exploding to see that. Yeah, exploding out would be the way I'd like to have it done. Oh, which would be my favourite? So many good sets. You've got to have a Hank Scorpio one of some kind. Yeah, Hank Scorpio. The James Lair. Bond on the. Yeah, Hank Scorpio's lair as a playset, as like a Thunderbird style yes. playset. Yep. Yeah, exactly so like you open it up and there's sub levels and it's got the fucking like the office suite up the top, like micro machines. Yeah, and the hammock district is in there. Yes, yes, that'd, yeah, that'd be, be pretty hard one. to top. Mm. Um, the power plant, you could um, specifically. I think the power plant would be the next best Simpsons Lego set. That's my opinion. Yeah, okay. Like the power plant where it has the little test module that Homer manages to still blow up despite it not being active and sinking to the ground and then you've got the burrito van out the front the elevator on the big thing on the outside Lisa <laughs> singing and like leading a little protest outside all yeah. that sort of stuff it would be pretty cool there's so much you could do with the Simpsons so much untapped potential mm. so there's a couple for mm. us um, go on all day one of the figurines that I must get my hands on that mm-hmm. it does exist is the uh, uh, what's the something punishment when Homer's eating all the donuts what's it called 
The ironic punishment. Ironic division. punishment where you you wind it and it continuously feeds home of donuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Chick at work's cool. got one on a desk. Yeah. It makes me so jealous. I've seen one. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Anyway, um, I'm wrapping the mailbag up because okay. we've got another Patreon exclusive to go and record. And my top ten. A little bit sore. We're doing our top ten movie references slash parodies on The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. That will be dovetailed with me telling you my favourite five ever jokes from Zucker Brothers movies. If you want access to that, just hop on to patreon.com slash four-figure discount. For as low as $2 per month, you get access to exclusive content. Also, a story about one of the Zuckers and how far they will go for a joke. Sounds good it to is me. One of the, it, it's one of my favourite things that I've heard for a long time, actually. It's really quite whimsical and delightful. Thanks for listening to our review of Homer and Apu. Mitch, any final words for the listeners? Just, just books. Buy our books. Pre-order now. All I care. Hey, Poindexter, pre-order the book. We should do the uh, the where you repeat yourself. No, what, the what? Ta- this town's a part of us all, but pre-ordering the book. Actually, I know the only one way that I'm going to be able to convincingly sell this book to people. Okay, what's that? Row, 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 row. That dog can sell anything. Shh. Four Finger Discount is brought to you today by Podbean, the podcasting app that not only allows you to record on the go, but also upload from anywhere in the world on your mobile device. The Podbean app makes it simple to get started with podcasting. No expensive equipment required. All you need is an idea, and Podbean does the rest. So download the Podbean app now for your Apple or Android device and enjoy the freedom of mobile podcasting.